Praise the Lord. You know, if that's all I ever get to do here, I'm okay. Amen. Hallelujah. I think whenever I come, I'll be rehearsing with them to Luke 19. We read this in the first service. Verse 41. 1941. 1941. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. The second time in the Bible where I counted that Jesus wept. He wept over it and saying, If thou hast known, even thou at least in this thy day, the things, the things which belong unto your peace. But now are they hid from your eyes. 43. For the days shall come upon thee that thine peace, thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee round and keep thee in on every side. And shall lay thee even with the ground and thy children within thee. And they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. Because thou knewest not the time of your visitation. You did not know the time of your visitation. Now I said it in the first service that the entire Easter events. This is the one place you will see where Jesus spoke about it himself. This is not somebody else trying to tell you what Jesus is doing or what's about to do. This is the words of Jesus himself talking about the things he's about to do. And he summarized the entire Easter event. Number one, he calls it the things that pertain to your peace. And then number two, he calls it the time of your visitation. So Easter, from the words of Jesus, is the time of what? Visitation. It is heaven visiting the earth. It is heaven doing what? Visiting the earth. What is Easter? It is heaven doing what? Visiting. Somebody say visiting. Talk loud, say visiting. It is heaven visiting the earth. And he said, if you don't know the time of your visitation, in other words, if you don't understand what Easter is all about, listen very carefully, if you don't understand that Jesus came to die and then resurrect on your behalf, if you don't understand what it means, he said, then your enemy will encompass you round about. This is, God gave me this message that I didn't hear it from anywhere. He told me, he said, this is the reason why I came. That no enemy of yours, whether the enemy is inside you or outside you, can be able to encompass you round about. Look at what it says. Look at it. He said, he said, for the day shall come upon thee that thine enemy shall cast what? What does that mean? What is the trench? What's the trench? They will cast a trench about you. They will, they will dig around you. 
Is somebody here? Your enemy will dig around you and hem you in. When it says enemy, it's not necessarily somebody coming with some horns. There are enemies everywhere. Even where you walk, there are enemies there. He said they will, they will surround you and hem you in. Look at it closely. He said they will dig a trench around you and compass thee, what? Round and keep thee in on every side. In other words, they will so surround you that you have nowhere to escape. And this is talking about framing. They will frame you up that you have nowhere to escape. You see, when enemies want to do you in, they will frame you. Nowhere to escape. What did the, what did, uh, uh, the wife of Potiphar do to, to, to Joseph? She framed him, isn't it? She framed him. He had nowhere to escape. Some of these digging around could be lies. They will lie against you. They will hem you in. You can't go anywhere. And once your enemy hems you in, the next thing they want to do is to level you to the ground. Look at it there. It's written there. It says they will hem you in, compass the round, and then they will keep you on every side. And they shall lay thee, verse 44. They shall lay thee even with what? The ground. What does that mean? What is laying with the ground? What does it mean? They shall lay you with the ground. That means they will do what? They will level you to the ground. To the point that not one stone shall be left on another. Not one stone shall remain on another. See, listen very carefully. That one stone or another is talking about the effort you have put in in time past. The things you have done. You've grown your business from one level to another. You have tried in your career. You have tried in that area of your life, in your investment. You have been putting one stone upon another. But when the enemy hems you in, they level everything to the ground. You become as if you've not been doing nothing. It happens in, even in relationships. You have done all you can. You've built relationships over some years. When the enemy hems you in. In one moment, everything is gone. So what is Jesus saying here? Is if you understand my death, my burial, my resurrection on your behalf, no enemy can dig a trench around you. No enemy can surround you. Are you here with me now? No enemy will be able. That's why I am dying for you. That's why I am going to resurrect on your behalf. So that no enemy can spoil the work of your hands. Do I hear an amen in the house of God? Do I hear an amen in the house of God? That's why he said, he said, he said these things will happen if you do not know the time of your visitation. That's why it is what you know about this period that brings you the benefit of Easter. It's not just say it's Easter, it's Easter. What do you know about it? What do you understand about it? That's why I say if you have known these things, if you know it, but because you don't know it, the enemy builds a trench around you. There are people who are enemies to you, but you will never know. Hey, how you doing, guy? Everything okay, girl? What's wrong? You all right? Yeah, you're enemies. But because you understand his death, his barrier, his resurrection, what he has done for you, they won't be able to succeed. 
he was with the disciples when he was alive with them physically. But you see, when he died and resurrected, he's no longer with them. He's in them. Are you getting my point now? You see, physically when he walked the earth, he was a human being physically walking us. But you see, he can't be in all of us. But when he died and resurrected in his nature as God and spirit of the whole world, he's able to now enter each and every one of us. So that anywhere you go to, whatever is happening, he's able to let you know, this person wants to compass you round about. This person wants to take your position. This one wants to destroy you. That's how he will save you that nobody can encompass you round about. He will distinguish your friends for you from your enemies. No matter the mask they are wearing, the mask of friendship, he will tell you, be careful of this person. Can I hear somebody's amen here? Can I hear somebody's amen here? Stand to your feet. Say, because of this season, I can't hear. Say, because of this season, nobody, no enemy can encompass me round about. No enemy can level my walk to the ground. Open your mouth and turn into a prayer point for just one minute. Say, my father, because of your death, your burial, your resurrection, no enemy can level me. No enemy can surround me. No enemy can build a trench around me. Prophesy to your life. Speak over your life. Speak over your business. Speak over your office. Speak over your marriage. Speak over your relationship and decree. Because of the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ, no enemy can take advantage of me. I prophesy and I decree nobody can spoil my works they can't reduce me to nothing open your mouth and prophesy take this very seriously and pray and declare in the name of Jesus father I prophesy father I declare father I decree that by your resurrection by your resurrection no enemy can surround me no enemy can level me down no enemy will spoil the work of my hand are you pray are you pray are you pray are you pray release it from your mouth release from your mouth in the name of Jesus Father God, because of this season, I will not be leveled to the ground. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Can I hear your militant amen? He said, because you don't know your time of visitation, your enemy will surround you and level you to the ground. All the hard work of yesteryears is leveled. To the point that no one stone shall be left on another. That's how far the enemy wants to go. You want to know how ruthless the enemy is? To the point that you can't even feed yourself. He can level you to the ground. That's why your hope should be on the finished work of Jesus. Not on yourself. Because Satan wants to encompass you roundabout. Somebody hear me now. Say, because you are not aware of your time of visitation. So the entire Easter period is heaven doing what? Visiting the earth. Heaven visiting the earth. You say, Pastor, what does it mean? What did God tell Sarah? He said, I will visit you. I will visit you. And when I'm done visiting you, you that is barren, you will produce a child. When God visits you, he takes your barrenness and your barren life and produces something beautiful out of it. Who doesn't know what Israel was before? 
a dry place. But when God visited that land, it's one of the greatest lands on the face of the earth. By the time God is through with you in this day of visitation, your barren life shall become a fruitful life. Your barren life shall become a fruitful life. Say amen like a believer. That's his visitation. When Joseph was going to die in Egypt, what did he tell them? He said, God will visit you. God, me, I will die, but God will visit you. I love that scripture. I brought you to this place. I brought you to Egypt. When people were dying, I brought you here for God to sustain you. But even me that brought you here, I will die. That's human beings for you. No matter how far they take you, one day they will be off. He said, though I will die, but God will visit you. And not only will he visit you, he will cause you to return from here to the place he has prepared for you. So when God visits you, he removes you from a tenant and he makes you a landlord in your own respect. Can I hear your amen? He said, I'm taking you from here and I'm taking you to the place that I paid for for you. You want God to visit you? That's what he's talking about. Joseph died. You remember? But when Israel was leaving Egypt to go to the promised land, he said, I want to partake of that. That's why he told them, he said, when I die, don't bury me here. Don't bury me in Egypt here. Carry my bones with you and take it with you when God visits you. I want to partake of that visitation. A man that is dead refused to be buried because he wants to partake of God's visitation. And when God came down and the hour for them to go came, his bones were still waiting there. Over how many years that Joseph had died, they refused to bury him because he said, don't bury me here. There is a higher place. I want to enjoy that place. So they carried his bones. God was beginning, beginning to show me. He said, can you imagine children who were born many years after he has died? They'll see his bones. They say, mommy, daddy, what is this? Said, That's the, our ancestor that brought us here. His name is Joseph. Mommy, why didn't they bury him? He said, nobody should bury him here. That one day God will visit us and take us to our own place. This place is not our place. He said one day, Mommy said, but what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Remember, as of the time that Joseph said that, there was no problem in Israel. So when you hear visitation, you say, I don't have any problem. You don't know. As of the time that Joseph made this statement, Egypt was a place of enjoyment for them. There was no problem. But when he died, a king arose that did not know Joseph. And problems started. But the only reason why they were able to succeed and stay whole is because they remembered that Joseph said, God will visit you. And when that time came, as they were going, hundreds of years after, the bones were still there. They carried him. And they went through the Red Sea. When the water parted, Joseph's bones parted with it because he said, God will visit us. When they walked through the, the wilderness, God was feeding them with manna supernaturally. Joseph's bones were going along with it because of visitation. I came here to announce to you, this Easter period shall be a continual time of visitation in your life. Say amen like a believer. Say amen like a believer. Say my father. Say my father. I expect your visitation 
I am a candidate of your visitation. What you are doing in this season, do not pass me by. Open your mouth and make that confession. Open your mouth and make that confession. Make that decree. What you are doing in this hour, your visitation process, Lord, do not pass me by. Do not pass me by. Do not pass me by. I experience, I partake of your visitation. I partake of your visitation. I partake of your visitation. Oh God Almighty. Oh God Almighty. Make that declaration. Make that declaration. Make that declaration. Make that declaration. Thank you, my father. Thank you, my father. Thank you, my father. I shall partake of your visitation. I shall partake of your visitation. Open your mouth and make your decree. Make your decree in the name of Jesus. Say, my father, you will visit me. 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 You will take me from here to a greater place. Thank you, my father. Thank you, my father. In Jesus' name we pray. I want a militant amen. Now look at me. You know, we've read from Bible how it was then. Egypt was the superpower of that time. But what is it now? What is the story now? Where does Egypt rank? Where Israel is standing? Do you get what I'm saying now? That's how you can understand this visitation. Way back then, it was a different story. Egypt was a superpower. But now, look at it now. The story is reversed. So if you kept your mind in Egypt as the final destination, you will miss the visitation. There's a future for you here. There's a future for you here. There's a future for somebody here. Let me hear your louder amen. Say, my father, I will partake of your visitation. By virtue of this season, I will partake of your visitation. In the name of Jesus. That was why Joseph told them, don't put me here. Take me to Israel. So when they got to Israel, they buried his bones there. Are you getting my point now? So even the bones were partakers of God's visitation. May you not miss your point. May you not miss your point. Keep your eyes on what Christ has done for you. Keep your eyes on what Jesus has done for you. That is where your visitation comes from. Father, we thank you. Wave those hands to him once again. Wave it to him. 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 Father, we thank you. 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 We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Give you adoration, Father. Give you adoration. Thank you for your visitation. 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 No enemy will be able to encompass us. Make your degree. No enemy shall be able to encompass me. Either known enemies or unknown enemies, they cannot encompass me. Make a degree. Either enemies you know, either enemies you know, or enemies you don't know. They cannot circumnavigate you. They can't surround you. In the name of Jesus, your eyes shall be open. Your ears shall be open. Your understanding shall be open. No enemy shall be able to navigate you around. No enemy shall be able to circumnavigate you. They cannot destroy you. They cannot bring you down. Prophesy to yourself. Thank you, Father. A greater future awaits. A greater future awaits. A greater future awaits. Thank you, my father. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at me. Look at me. When Syria surrounded Israel, the Israel became poor. Because they couldn't move anywhere. They were completely surrounded. They can't go out. They can't come in. Everybody became poor. That was where women were eating their children. Then the four lepers who were there, you know what they said? They said, we can't enter inside because there is poverty there. Here, we will die here. The best thing is to go into the enemy's camp. Are you getting my point now? When the enemy has the power to round you up, he's going to level you to the ground. But because of this season, say thank you, Jesus. Louder, say thank you, Jesus. So what we are talking about is not just you going to heaven, your sins are washed. No, even right here, nobody can surround what you have done. Are you getting my point now? Yes, you have invested in a particular thing. Then before you know, enemy just come around and before you know, you are gone. Because of this thing, Easter, no enemy can circumnavigate you. The block you have put one upon the other in development can never be undone. Say amen like a believer. It can never be what? Undone. As you have placed one block on the other, you will get to your destination. You will get to the end of what you are doing. Say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you for your blood. Say thank you for your blood. Say thank you for your resurrection. Thank you for your resurrection. No enemy can circumnavigate me. Thank you, Father. Wave those hands to him and appreciate him. Wave those hands and appreciate him. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Thank you, my Father. Let this word bring forth fruit a hundredfold in your life. You won't forget this message. It shall produce result in you. Receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ.